Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of K-Botak, the podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas. I'm John and on this episode we'll be pretending the spirits are talking to us with some first impressions of Café Manamdang. Cafe Manandang is a Korean drama that, as of the time of recording, has just begun airing. It is being syndicated onto Netflix, which is how I'm watching it here in Singapore. Uh, And it is a mix of comedy, crime, and romance. Um, It's about this guy called Nam Han Jun, who used to be a a profiler, uh, used to be legit and he's basically become uh, a swindler, posing as a shaman. Um, He is amazingly convincing and has built himself a very successful business on pretending to uh, hear the voices of spirits um, and uh, ghosts and people who've been wronged um, to uh, answer his clients' queries when in fact he's just doing extremely good and intuitive uh, research. Um, the sh- uh, the cast uh, is Seo Inkuk as Nam Hanjun, uh, the lead character. Uh, oh Yunso as uh, Han Chehee. This is a homicide detective who is trying to um, track him down, um, find out what he's up to. And uh, his two uh, kind of buddies at the titular Cafe Manandang. Uh, including his little sister, uh, which is Nam Hyejun, played by Kang Mina, uh, and uh, Kwak Siang plays Kong Suchul, uh, who is uh, the barrister, uh, makes all this really nice coffee for this uh, cafe business, which they're also running, um, and then at night uh, is uh, involved in um, the basically the homicide detective work that they do uh, as part of their shaman front. You've also got a really good uh, comic duo, uh, which kind of supports the the more serious-faced and quite righteous uh, character of Jaehee, um, of Chung Mansik, uh, a really good film actor who's been in a number of things, as Tujin, um, and uh, Ho Jae-ho uh, as Sang-hup. And these two characters, uh, I remember recently when I recorded about Rampant, uh, which is a a Korean period zombie movie, a lot like uh, Kingdom. Uh, I felt that in that Jung Man Six kind of uh, bumbling uh, comic character didn't work that well, didn't fit in well. Uh, either he's kind of uh, polished and honed um, that kind of character, or it's just that it works better with this um, uh, this story. Uh, and this cast of characters. Here I think he's very, very funny. Um, He's quite a world-weary, but still a very serious detective. Um, There's uh, a lot of really brilliant physical comedy throughout uh, the the show, and I think some of the best stuff comes from Chung Man-sik's 
expressions, his reactions. Uh, they get a lot of mileage out of cutting to you know his his face and how he's responding to things as uh, things go along at the at the police station. Um, really, uh, extremely good. Um, so uh, I I think he's a highlight. Um, on uh, Sir Inkuk, uh, not very familiar um, with this uh, actor, but also a singer, um, has been in a few TV series, and based on this, I think he's really, really good as a comic actor. Um, the way he walks around on screen, the character takes himself so seriously. Uh, he says things like, oh, I'm so handsome, why do I have to be so popular? Um, all these uh, women turn up at the cafe Manamdang trying to get a chance to meet him. He is uh, going through his wardrobe wondering which fabulous suit he should put on today. Um, as soon as I saw him I was kind of thinking <clears throat> he's a little bit like a, a Barney Stinson character uh, except that this show knows he is kind of a, a bit of a baddie um, and uh, a, a bit uh, you know he's He's not the good guy in this, whereas on, on reflection now, all of us looking back at um, all those years watching uh, How I Met Your Mother realise that Barney Stinson is a, a severely problematic character, um, even though the portrayal by Neil Patrick Harris at the time was, was so funny. Um, this, is, th this feels like an easier character to laugh at because the rest of the show um, sort of... Uh, realizes that he's you know is a bit of a wrong and he's pretending to be a shaman he's kind of bringing that that job into disrepute he works for pretty much anyone murderers uh corrupt ceos etc etc um and uh so it's it's kind of you you accept that he's you know he's not the good guy he is very funny and so you just kind of enjoy his antics and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes because he does also have a, a backstory um, he used to be a, a better guy he uh, was in a committed relationship and uh, he was good at his job he was he was legit um, something uh, something happened there which it's it's going into in the current episodes um, the cafe itself is really nice. One of the um, aspects of K-drama that can kind of pin you to the show and keep you wanting to come back is often having a, a good setting um, that uh, the characters can hang out in and uh, and be in and that the show will sort of revolve around. Um, I think the, the cafe itself um, looks really good. The fact they've got this kind of secret base underneath um, they've got this uh, really impressive, almost like a throne room where uh, these VIP clients go in to talk to Hanjun, um, and then they've got all this, uh, you know, high-tech um, tracking and surveillance equipment where they're they're doing their research so that they can make Hanjun look like an amazing shaman when really they've just followed people around and, and found out what it is they're doing and saying. Um, so it's a really interesting kind of space for them to be in where they're going between um, these people who run a cafe and a, uh, and have this minor celebrity with them to uh, profilers slash uh, detective work. Um, so yeah, really, uh, really enjoyable. Um, <clears throat> it uh, reminds me a little bit of the energy of Taxi Driver, even though it's a you know, very different show, but it fills a bit of that space for me. Um, it's really vivid. There's always music playing, all these really high energy tracks. 
Um, it's a very active camera that's always kind of showing off the characters. It gives a really lively feel. Uh, like I say, a lot of physical comedy, all the running and kind of wrestling that goes on, uh, kind of absurdly over fast running where people are chasing down cars. There's a moment where you flash back to um, Hanjun with his, you know, his his girlfriend in the past, and uh, they're talking to this kid. And as they turn away, they just both go into this perfectly synchronized skip and skip off into the distance really, really fast. And the show doesn't pull attention to it particularly. It's just um, lots of really funny things. It's always trying to make you laugh, um, and when it's not doing that. Uh, it has uh, just really funny characterization uh, that comes out naturally. Um, the the show doesn't have to work for all of its laughs, um, like the way that Hanjun just considers his sister completely disgusting. He refuses to go into her room, um, hold his nose when he opens the door because she's uh, she's kind of this grungy uh, IT kid, um, and she's in there with all her you know cup noodles and uh, and stuff all the time. Um, and uh, she's sticking her socks in in his face, so the the family dynamic is is pretty funny. Um, all just really lively. Uh, these childish characters, um, and I think just uh, a good cast of um, I say original characters. This is based on a web novel, um, but uh, brilliantly kind of brought to the screen. Um, really good supporting cast. And then uh, when it's not doing comedy stuff, you've got this mystery as well. So there is a procedural plot that's woven in as well with murders and all kinds of stuff. You can uh, expect a little bit of tonal whiplash as you're going from, uh, you know, kind of pratfall level physical comedy and people mucking about to suddenly there's, um, you know, quite a brutal murder taking place on screen. Um, I don't think it's one to watch with the kids about. Um, there's uh, there's all that in there as well, so it's going to be interesting to see how they mix those things up as they go along. Uh, but for me, uh, this is a, a good one to have on alongside some of the serious dramas at the moment. Um, a lot of people are watching Eve. Uh, I've been watching Bloody Heart. There's some you know pretty heavy stuff on, um, but uh, this uh, has has really been making me laugh. So uh, I'm I'm into it. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. You know, is he going to get what's coming to him? Uh, what about that old romance he had? So, uh, yeah, a uh, recommendation from me. Uh, you can get it on Netflix um, here in uh, in Singapore, I would imagine, in a number of places. Um, worth a watch. There are lots of other episodes of K-Botak you can check out. Recently for Hirokazu Koreeda's new film, Broker, uh, Money Heist Korea, Joint Economic Area, and coming soon, episodes on brand new Korean content like The Witch Part 2, The Other One, Monstrous, and the can winning film Decision to Leave. You can follow the show on at kbotakpod, that's at K-B-O-T-A-K-P-O-D, on Twitter and Instagram. Retweets and shares are much appreciated. Best of all, if you like the show, please go to your podcaster uh, or podcatcher of choice and uh, subscribe and leave a review, particularly on Apple and Spotify. Those ratings and reviews make more of a difference than you know, and uh, very much appreciated if you take the time to do that. Thank you, and thanks for listening. And until next time, see you at the cafe. Hey.